You're listening to Techspiration with Mike St. Pierre and Nancy Caramonica, where we interview the best in education, and we try to make sense out of the very busy and changing landscape that we live in today. Uh, we're very pleased to welcome to today's show Brad Curry. Brad is a friend of ours. He's also a school leader for the Chester School District in Chester, New Jersey, not too far from where I am. He is the author of a brand new book, which we highly recommend. We'll put in the show notes called All Hands on Deck. That's by Corin Press. You can find out more about Brad, and we'll, we'll repeat this at the end of the show. We'll also put in the show notes, of course, at bradcurry.net. And Brad, we'd like to welcome you to the show. Thanks for having me on, Mike and Nancy. It's uh, an honor. I've known you guys for a few years now through the wonderful world of Twitter and, and uh, you know, connecting at, at various conferences. And uh, it's uh, you know, so powerful to be able to, uh, to, to hang out with you guys here on, on your radio show and to have connected with you over the years and, and learned so much and, and be able to uh, you know, make myself better as an educator. Um, just so many things I've learned from the both of you, and uh, I appreciate you having me on. No problem. And uh, Nancy has uh, done a lot of the legwork for today's show, so Nancy, thank you so much for that. It, this is my totally crazy time of year in terms of work, and uh, Nancy, you're doing okay. We had a little pre-show talk that you're, the boot is off and uh, all is well in Philadelphia. I've given the boot the boot, no more boot, no more crutches. I'm on, in two matching shoes, and that is a, a great feeling. <laughs> like That's I said, great. not that you need that for a podcast, but it does help in general. So real happy about that. Good, <laughs> good, good. Um, Nancy, I don't, I don't have the – I know you sent them to me, but I apologize. I don't have the questions for today. So I think what I want to do is can you take the lead in making sure – we facilitate our conversation with Brad, and I'll do kind of follow-ups with each one. Does that work for you? Sure, sure. Okay, great. All right, let's get rolling. <laughs> we left you off the question. <laughs> I'm, I'm really flexible, so. <laughs> okay, um, all right. You want to get started then? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so, Brad, uh, I just got to see Brad and, and Mike, too. Also, you guys were on a panel at Tech Forum in New Jersey back in October, and just really loved listening to you guys talk about what you do and the great ways you reach out to everybody in your school community using technology. But um, Brad, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself and specifically what made you choose educational leadership? Sure. Well, this is my, I think, 14th year in education. Um, I started out as a social studies and computer applications teacher um, for the Hanover Township School District in Whippany, New Jersey back in 2001. I then transitioned uh, to the field. Well, let's rewind a little bit here. While I was at, while I was working in the Hanover Township School District, uh, I was very fortunate to work with some tremendous uh, educators and school leaders. Uh, in fact, the, the, the one wing, uh, the seventh grade wing, um, looking at, you know, fast forwarding today, 2014, um, I worked with about uh, five or six people that are now school leaders. Wow. in various parts of the state. Uh, so I was very fortunate to be able to, to learn from them and, and they're really good friends of mine. And, uh, um, and I worked for worked with some tremendous school leaders as well that got me into the, the mindset, hey, you know what, I can have an even bigger impact on student success uh, if I become a school leader. So I, while I was a teacher, I went back to school to become an administrator. And then in 2009, I was uh, hired as a um, middle school vice principal and athletic director for the Reddington Township School District in White House Station, New Jersey. Was there for four years, and then in 
2000 and what, 12 or 13, I think 12, I was then uh, very fortunate enough to be hired as a supervisor of instruction and middle school vice principal up here in Chester, New Jersey. Uh, phenomenal school district. I've been very fortunate to be in three tremendous school districts, uh, working with tremendous people and um, just learning from them. That, that makes me a better person. Uh, they share a lot, I share a lot, and I've just been very fortunate. And um, it's a very exciting time to be in education, particularly now uh, with the evolution of social media and technology. Uh, it's kind of make the, has made the educational world uh, flat. And, uh, you know, perfect uh, case in point here is uh, being able to, to speak with uh, you two today on this podcast and, uh, and just, again, you know, learn more and, and, and get better as an educator. Hey, Brad, quick question. So uh, you, I really appreciate, you've always struck me as a really humble guy. And uh, sometimes I poke fun at you and introduce people to you and I say, oh, Brad's a rock star in the world <laughs> of education. And, and you're really quick to say, oh, no, no, I'm just a regular guy. And, and, and I, think, I think you are deep down. But, you know, you have had some pretty savvy uh, career moves. I, I just wonder, you have any good advice for uh, young folks in the profession who are maybe looking to move up and they want to find a good district, they're not sure, gee, I don't want to make a mistake here. I mean, what would be advice you'd give to them? I think the first thing you need to do, you know, is be able to show that you are a connected educator. Um, it's, it's incredibly important to myself, obviously, the two of you and, and many of us out there in the, in the world of Twitter or Google Plus or LinkedIn, I think you need to show that you're connected that you're willing to share, that you're willing to learn from others uh, at, outside of, of your, your physical school or district, um, that you're taking it that step further, um, and that you're willing to share your best practices, whether it's as a classroom teacher or a school leader, knowing that if you share just one one piece of advice or information or, or, or strategy, that, that that could ultimately go back to another school or classroom somewhere around the world and impact the child in a positive way. So I think that's incredibly important. Um, and you know, being a connected educator puts you in touch with some of the best minds in the business. And you can learn from them, you can, you can you know, uh, gain advice from them, insight on, on situations that may arise uh, that you uh, encounter uh, on a particular school day, um, like a Todd Whitaker or a Principal L or um, Angela Mayers or, you know, I could go on and on and on uh, for hours here about the people that you can connect with online. So I think that's incredibly important. Um, and you need to be able to, to really um, put yourself in a position where you can impact student success um, and, and show that. And I think people that realize that will um, more than likely put you in a position where you are a school leader and hire you. Um, so I think um, you know, the evidence that you can show, uh, the connections that you can make with kids, um, you know, both in a, in a physical world, um, in school, uh, but also uh, through technology, I think that's important too. There's a, before we, we got on here today, uh, uh, one of our eighth grade students uh, sent me an email that they just created another uh, news flash. We have an online uh, newspaper um, that uh, we uh, are able to, to record video and then put it up on our, our big screen in the hallway and, um, and put it on our website and social media feeds. And it's a great way to tell our story. Um, so I think you need to, to show that as well and uh, that you're willing to work with students and staff you know, outside of the, the actual school day uh, um, and put them in a position to be successful. That's great advice. Thanks for that. Thanks. Um, so th that's terrific. It's just so great to hear um, your 
perception of and your thoughts about being a connected leader because we all see the value of that in our own, own daily lives. And um, I, I guess you find that as a great motivation. So, like, we wanted to ask you, you know, what motivates you as a leader? Because you always display such enthusiasm and for the work you do. Yeah, I, I, I really think that the, the people that share um, ideas, um, you know, for example, you go onto Twitter at any given point in the day, uh, whether it's the first thing in the morning or right before you go to bed, and you're like, wow, that's a pretty nifty idea you know like with yeah. mike with mike and his i know i mentioned this in the book in my book all hands on deck mike uh, they, they do an outstanding job at morris catholic high school of using soundcloud as a way to, to podcast and tell their school story i think that's tremendous those are the sorts of things that get me excited um, eric scheninger was one of the first people to really um, get me to understand the importance of, of, of being connected and leveraging the power of technology and web tools um, to make yourself a better edu edu educator and to also put students in a position to be uh, successful um, way back in 2011. So I have to give credit to him as well. Um, and many of the ideas that he continues to share impacts me. And, and um, you know, uh, every Saturday morning I uh, co-moderate a uh, discussion on Twitter um, called SatChat. And it's uh, tremendous. Hundreds and hundreds of people from around the world come on between 7.30 and 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and are able to share uh, their ideas and and you know we're not stealing from each other but we're we're definitely sharing and we're and we're and we're, it all goes back to kids you know and that's that's incredibly important and that's inspiring to me and attending conferences you know like an ed camp or a tech forum in new york or um nassp ignite um, i could go on and on and, and not not just attending the sessions there but the networking that goes on now is, is, is incredible. So um, it's, it's those sorts of things. Um, and I, again, it all goes back to being connected. Uh, I wouldn't be able to, to network with the people I network with at conferences. I wouldn't have uh, been able to, to be on here on a podcast show with you to write a book, to, to every day wake up and be excited to, to uh, work with staff here at Black River Middle School and to see the the students grow. Uh, we have a one-to-one -one Chromebook initiative this school year. That's very exciting, um, and it's just it's just every day. It's it's great. Um, I love so it. You, you you bring so much uh, enthusiasm to what you do. It seems like you're really energized by it. Absolutely. It's awesome. Um, now, I, I, you mentioned technology, and obviously, like you said, now I, th I think the first time I ever got to talk with you was at Educon which is a uh, Philadelphia conference. And the, the way I knew you was from your chat, because your chat on Saturday morning, I'm like, aren't you Brad that, <laughs> you know, that runs the chat? And uh, so that was our first conversation. And I, I remember just learning so much from you. Um, so on the topic of technology, which is one of our favorite topics here on the podcast, uh, what do you see as the biggest challenges and the biggest benefits? technology and learning today? Big question. <laughs> yeah, yeah there, there are many. And I, I remember sitting next to you at Educon. Um, what, a, what a great conference a couple of years ago. I mean, obviously it happens every year, but I do remember sitting next to you, Nancy, having a great conversation and, uh, you know, really connecting with a lot of people there. And that's a, you know, talk about innovative uh, PD. Um, that's a great example down there at, um, at Chris Lehman, I believe, right? Chris is a yeah. school down there at the Science Leadership Academy. 
in Philadelphia. But um, you know, looking at the biggest uh, challenges and um, you know positives and negatives of, of technology, um, you know, I think you know one of the biggest challenges is equity. Um, you know, what do you do one to one BYOD? Uh, a mixture of both. Um, you know, I think uh, over the years here at Black River Middle School, we had a mixture uh, of both, and this year we finally uh, were able to secure funding for uh, a one-to-one -one Chromebook initiative. And we've been at Google Apps for Education School for, for many years, um, and so, you know, the, the transition was, was pretty much seamless. Uh, the Wi-Fi is tremendous here. Um, the staff are willing to take risks. The kids are great. Uh, that doesn't mean we don't make mistakes. Um, you know, little kinks here and there in terms of, because uh, we don't allow the kids to bring them home at the end of the day. So, you know, how are we gonna sign them back in at the end of the day? Those sorts of things were some obstacles, um, but we definitely overcame one obstacle and that was equity. No longer do staff members uh, have to have the excuse, not that they use it as an excuse, but you know, it's always, it's always there that, um, that um, they don't have a card, they couldn't sign one out, wasn't available. Um, so now, so now, you know, the obstacle is all right now. So we have these devices in our hands. What do we do with them every day? So uh, one of the main themes this year is time. That's definitely another obstacle uh, that many school districts encounter um, is, is providing time for staff to make sense of how they're going to integrate these devices into their classrooms, not only devices, but these uh, web tools and, and apps and things. And so our theme this year is time. We have five, uh, in-service professional development days this year where we're giving staff members time to really play around with and, 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 and talk to each other about how they can integrate technology into the classroom, particularly with the Chromebooks. Um, so that's very exciting. Um, that's definitely you know, a positive um, that we're able to have this technology and we're trying to overcome obstacles such as time. We don't want that to be an excuse any longer uh, for staff members and uh, you know those sorts of things. Um, and you know, I just hope that that, that catches on everywhere. Um, you know, having a device and having internet access should be just like electricity, just like just like running water and things along those lines. Things that uh, we have every day, uh, we do take you know, them for granted, but I think it, it's needed. Um, we are a connected world now, and it's no longer an excuse to to not for kids not to have uh, devices and adults, for that matter, as well. We're living uh, definitely in a different world in terms of education, and uh, it's kind of exciting, a little scary for some teachers. Uh, I love that idea of time because I think that's one of those pieces a lot of teachers say, I just don't have the time to learn it or troubleshoot it or whatever, uh, so that's pretty awesome. Uh, we're talking with Brad Curry, our guest today on Techspiration. Uh, he is an excellent school leader in the Chester School District right here in New Jersey, the great state of New Jersey. He's the author of All Hands on Deck from Corum Press, and you can, of course, uh, get to know Brad a little bit better. Maybe even book him to speak at your next event via bradcurry.net. Um, Brad, we are so grateful for your time. I think we've got time for one last question. Nancy, you want to fire away? So, so Brad, um being as we do, we talk about education and technology, but we've also talked a whole lot about um, the area of productivity with technology and specifically in education. So give us a, some of your tricks, like what hacks do you employ each day to accomplish <laughs> the important but busy job of a school leader and what productivity tips might you be able to share with others? Absolutely, you know, uh, social media is a, is a big part of, of what um, I do as an educator in terms of uh, communicating with stakeholders, um, both to inform and to, to promote 
Um, and you know, there's just so many different uh, apps and websites out there that it can get kind of overwhelming. Uh, but we, you can kill like five birds with one stone uh, by, by using certain tools like um, Buffer or EveryPost. EveryPost is a, a new tool that I'm playing around with. I enjoy you know, taking risks and, and trying out new things. EveryPost allows you to post to multiple social media sites the same message at once. Um, but if you don't want to use that sort of thing, you can, in your settings in like Twitter or Instagram or, or Facebook, take like Instagram, for example, you can take a picture on your school's Instagram account and, and then make it go, make it uh, uh, post to the Twitter account, which is then connected to your Facebook account. So you're, you know, you're connecting, you're, you're modeling uh, positive uh, social media use with kids on Instagram, connecting with them, with your school's message. Then you're going to, um, to Twitter with the, with your people that are used to using Twitter, and then Facebook, um, which is your your parents. Most of your parents are on there, um, so that's that's one way that you can you can use uh, technology in your favor. Um, you know, I use a, a tool for myself to stay on top of best practices. It's a tool called Feedly to stay on top of my blogs um, and be able to share those out uh, through my uh, social media sites. Um, I think that's an important tool to use. Um, Buffer is a great tool to use, not only from a personal standpoint, but, for, but from a professional standpoint. Um, if you're in the school or, or your district and you want to get messages out at certain points of the day, you can buffer pre-schedule using a, a, this app called Buffer, pre-schedule your tweets or your other social media uh, posts. Um, and uh, a tool that I'm using this school year uh, to inform stakeholders, particularly in our middle school of, of events, school events, is Remind, it used to be called Remind 101. Um, it's, a, it's a great tool. We um, started using it in early October. We're already up to about 200 followers, mostly parents. Uh, so every day we'll send out two or three messages, uh, daily announcements, uh, the quote of the day, certain things along those lines uh, to keep them informed of all the great things that are going on at Black River Middle School. Um, so those are just some of the tools. Um, and and my, finally, my greatest tool is my smartphone, my iPhone. Without it, um, I would be I would be lost not only from a you know calendar perspective, knowing where I need to go, and, and communication perspective, and talking with, but also to to tell my school story. Uh, it's a very powerful tool to have a, a smartphone, and I, I strongly suggest school leaders take advantage of that tool that they have uh, hanging from their hanging from their belt or storing in their pocket or <laughs> purse. Um, so you know those are some of the tools that I use. I was uh, using my smartphone at uh, 4.30 a.m. this morning, checking out the snow here in New Jersey. So I uh, can't imagine yeah. not having that as a resource. Absolutely. Um, Brad, thank you so much for not only your time, but your friendship and your perspective. You always bring something special, a different perspective, energy, new ideas to the conversation of education and technology and productivity. So really appreciate you being our guest today on Techspiration. Again, you can follow up with Brad and find out more about him at bradcurry.net. And uh, Brad, how about on Twitter? How would people get a hold of you on Twitter? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Brad M. Curry or connect with me on Voxter at Brad Curry. All right. Very cool. Brad, thanks so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much, Brad. Thanks, Nancy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.